welcome to Ethica America podcast where we where we as a country where we are as a country a, a podcast about where we are as a country how we got here and how we can change for the better or if we can change because can we change no. history shows no. that we cannot change but we could all use a little change yeah history <laughs> shows that everything happens in about 80 year cycles so um so so we're we're due for a change right i mean yeah but that would happen about every 20 years have we had a change in the past 20 years probably trump got elected hmm? and that's trump got elected and he's vastly different than uh <laughs> george w bush that's true so i guess we're changing yeah are we changing for the better though I don't know. Trump got elected, and I would say he's vastly <laughs> different than George W. Bush. I often think, like, like when I when I think about the country, I think, are we changing for the better? I mean, I know people think that we're changing for someone's better because obviously there has been some sort of change, yeah. whether or not it's been like lower taxes for the rich or higher taxes for the poor or maybe social security has changed or some sort of change has happened and we have seen some change but like i feel like change is two steps forward one step back about every four to eight years well i mean that makes sense yeah. i mean yeah i mean a lot of the time though like it's not even a particular president or a particular no, it's not one particular person's fault. It's like a combination of people who's like, this is our time. And they're all yeah. like 70 to 80 years old. And like the fact <laughs> that natural selection didn't take them at this point is somewhat surprising. It, so like the, the amount of people that die every day and it uh -huh. affects people that like are kind of young, like in the fifties having range, I'm like, wow, wow. They're kind of young. They're like, you know, younger than my parents age or about the same age as my parents. But like oh, the yeah. amount of people that are in office that are super old they're just like gonna last forever is just mind-boggling well, to me i assume that they're getting pumped up with some sort of drug to like diminish the amount of alzheimer's they have <laughs> and by the way looking at you joe biden because like even if you're like the compromise nobody wanted like yeah. the alzheimer's is pretty yeah like i don't know i kind of like so i do like where how Biden wanted to do some change. Like he wanted to address student loan debt, which is great. That is yeah. something that needs to be addressed. He wanted to address what else did he want to address? Honestly, that's the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. Well, he said he'd keep an open mind about marijuana, and it seems like he's done that. He yeah. hasn't like gone the other way with it or anything like that. He hasn't privatized it and Yeah. He, you know, so he's kept neutral on that, which as far as things uh, to be concerned with, like, I'd say that one's pretty all right. Yeah. Though I will say that it's a little bit fucked up that you're like, oh, this plant. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know about that. But like, you know, we could probably lower the age of people who serve uh, drinks and bars, though that's mostly a state level thing. And that hasn't really changed yeah. that much I either. Mean, that's one of the things that bothers me about our our government is like, yeah, the federal government can try and pass a lot of laws, but like the states will just sue the the federal government being like that's un unconstitutional. We should have that right to do what we want. And right. we saw that, you know, just passed 
what was it with the abortion overturned over Roe v. Wade. I mean, <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, um, the you know the federal government was like, yeah, we're never going to touch that. It's like a rule rule of the land, as they said. And every time that they were interviewed to be a Supreme Court justice, they were like, yeah, we're not going to touch it. We're not going to touch it. And then they touched <laughs> it. And then they're like, yeah. we'll just leave it up to the states, which is just like the biggest cop out ever, because like, we know how divided the states are. And we, we know how much the states want to compete with all the other states to be like, mm -hmm. but it's also like this like weird power trip that states have that they want to be more powerful than like the federal government and i feel like at one well, point or at some point the federal government just has to step in and be like dude no we're the federal government you're a part of the united states you have to follow some sort of federal law right well and like all this goes back to the original drafting of the constitution because if you look at it initially how they wanted it to run was that the states were basically their own countries but that under the federal government like they had more power than the federal government, mm -hmm. right? But the federal government basically acted on matters of like international business. But yeah, you see what I'm saying there? Yeah. Whereas like, and that, that kind of makes sense to some degree. Right. It was something that they hadn't really seen before because all they saw was, oh, here's the federal government. They have more power than all these local governments. And as a result, they're abusing their power, right? So their idea was, Let's have a bunch of states that have more power than the federal government. That way, like the federal government gets out of line. It's like, no, Kentucky does not agree. And we will continue to produce our bourbon. Yep. And that's, uh, that's but, it. Now we have uh, and the right. I don't know. Well, and like the, the weird thing about that is that the right wants to constantly go back to that where they, like they give the states more power. And I'm fine with that to some degree right you know you want to give the states more power whatever but really how they're going about it is they're they're more just going about it using it as a way to divide us even further so and i mean i'm the left's not better <laughs> i mean no, like the left's not you, better okay so whenever i think about like the left and right i kind of always look at like what are they what is their overall goal right. and i i I can kind of get behind a lot of what the right or the I can kind of get behind a lot of what the left's doing. Like I understand that what they're trying to to mm -hmm. to go with, they're trying to improve socialism, which is, I mean, I I think ethically it's probably one of the better things that a government could do is you know go full well, full on into socialism or at least go more into socialism. I wouldn't even say that they're going into socialism as much as it is that they're just, they realize there are certain social rights yeah. that everybody should be afforded. And I mean, in the past, like aside from FDR, right? right. Like those have, I mean, and even he did some sketchy shit, but like every president's done sketchy shit. If we dive <laughs> dove into every like president to see what they did, every single one has been like, well, that's not ethical. What is going right. on? Like right we'd have second. to go like we'd have like a 50 part behind the bastards like little yeah. segue that we were doing or and at that point you might as well just watch off. yeah i might as well just watch behind the bastards because you know they're mm. they'll get to they're pretty entertaining actually <laughs> they're pretty they covered edward bernays so yeah. <laughs> they got him good yeah i mean but yeah. like and whenever i look at what the right's doing i'm like wow i don't like we're any of this is going like i don't see no. how this can benefit us as a country at all it's like individual people that are going to benefit from it rather than the whole and that's where i kind of well, like think into utilitarian 
utilitarianism utilitarianism and i'm yeah. like well i guess probably should lean more towards utilitarianism rather than like um anything else really i mean yeah. i mean they kind of want to go into kantianism where it's like uh something is inherently wrong but like when you get to that thing there there things when you think of something that's like inherently wrong like they'll say like oh abortion is inherently wrong or uh or or marijuana drugs and things like that are inherently wrong but like if you look at those things in like in a vacuum they're not universally or inherently wrong right it's just like an opinion based but like there's just so much to dive into that because Mm -hmm. there's just like so much background that people have with opinions and things like that that you just can't I just, yeah. You also just can't run a country like that. And we did no. see a weird shift in like the 50s where the right has leaned into more of a conservative and more of a <laughs> Christian idealism. And that's not. Yeah, that wasn't how it was at all. <laughs> like, you know, previous to that. Yeah, we have something in the Constitution that's like you church and state separate because otherwise it gets dicey. And here we are. Yeah. It's super dicey. Well, but like. Well, and you also saw this weird trend amongst, like, I mean, it was both sides, but particularly against the right, where, like, McCarthyism, mm-hmm. right, or McCarthyism, where everybody was just terrified of the idea of socialism, which, right. I mean, I'm I'm certainly not suggesting that we should become some sort of social state. Now, I do think that there are some social reforms that are well needed and some problems that are just consistently being put on the back burner that nobody wants to touch because that's not going to gain them votes right now that's but that's one thing that bothers me too is everything's like vote dependent so we can't make change because everything is depending on people's votes and people are getting votes based off like how the people will vote but how right what people want and what's good for the people i mean Honestly, people are stupid and they don't understand socialism (laughs) and they don't understand social programs. So they don't understand that social security is going to die before anyone retires. And it's all because of not, (laughs) not all people are that way, but I do understand your point. Like it depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Um, And like, I'm certainly like, I'm not going to say that I think that the right has no merit whatsoever. Like, cause like part of me just wants to live in the hills in Montana and have nobody ever contact me ever again. And I would be fine as a woodsman, a carpenter, electrician, a plumber, just so long as like I have some sort of means to provide an income. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the right like inherently has no issues because the right's basically just like, we want a free market, but the free market that they want isn't a free market. The free market that they want is like an oligarchy where it's capitalism which is just slavery with extra steps (laughs) pretty much i mean i mean first you have to the i mean i say this a lot but first you have to define what money is yeah right and what money actually means because it's just paper and at this point it's just numbers on a screen that are supposed to depict paper yeah but it only has it only has faith because people put faith in it because they put faith in what it stands for. Exactly. But it doesn't actually mean anything. No. And you can manipulate that, that number via a number of ways. You can either hold back inventory and then the demand goes up and then the the price Mm -hmm. goes up or you, I mean, that's what we saw with NVIDIA. They were, they were holding back inventory for 
uh, graphics cards and they're artificially increasing the price for graphics cards. I mean, they, they went Mm -hmm. out, they actually, I read an article where they actually said that, that they're like, we're (laughs) creeping back graphics cards so we can keep the price up. I mean, I didn't fact check it because as we said with uh, what episode two with fact checking the news, why would we do that? (laughs) We just read the headlines. So like, I mean, I can see that happening though. We, we see that with, uh, I mean, the oil all sorts right of now. Industries do that. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen that with the oil where the United States is like exporting X amount of oil, but we're importing oil. And that's mm-hmm. artificially increasing the prices of oil. Well, I mean, an OPEC does the same thing. We, you know, they'll be like, that, yeah. okay, we're going to take production down to this many barrels a day. And they do that to create a shortage. That way they can increase, you know, yeah. profit. So, I mean, and part of that, is the idea of the free market technically yeah you mean you can definitely do whatever you want in a free market because you're free to do whatever you want and this is when the federal government has to step in and be like what are you doing oh we're gonna regulate can you not do that you're you're actively hurting everyone for that's i mean they're basically going you're not doing utilitarianism you're actually effectively hurting everyone for the profits of like the few which is yeah. not what we should be doing as a country, but you're just doing it because of like some artificial number that we place on the value of a dollar so you can buy more yachts or whatever. Yeah. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's dive into this episode, but I want to, as we dive into it, right, you're holding one view of the system on one hand, okay. and I'm curious to hear your uh, view from the other hand where UPS was threatening to strike. Yeah. So they're threatening to strike, and are you for that or against that? I'm for, I'm for strikes. Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, honestly, like if you're a worker and your rights are being like exploited, yeah. then hell yeah, you should do something about right. it. Don't just sit on your feet doing nothing about it. And how we talked about like rights for the past couple of episodes, we don't really have any like inherent rights as workers. We have to like fight for no. those. We have to fight for rights that the company gives us because there are no rules or laws or regulations to help people it's to the laws are there to make it so businesses have a bare minimum to treat people and that's the right that those are the rights that we have like they well it's a free market Aaron. you can get a job anywhere oh yeah except every single job is following these exact same things so the bar is oh ground minimum with because of the laws but that we have in that's place. their that's their right in the free market <laughs> i mean it's true i mean every company is like well by law i don't i can't give you this because you haven't been here for x amount of time and the law says this we're not taking responsibility we're going to look at this law that the state has placed on a company to give people this benefit and since you don't make this thing we don't have to give it to you but if you're cool we can give it to you (laughs) and then it just because like it just now it's just like a you know a people game where you have to you know work the system so you can get like stupid rights that like should be for everyone but they're not and you have to almost like it's some sort of weird game yeah exactly (laughs) The game of Rooker's rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
kind of the weird parallel that we were trying to draw last time, but I, I, I mean, maybe we got the point across. I don't know. It's so, so frustrating. But, like the yeah. way workers are treated and how they're treated, but how they're also looked at by people with money are just like, no, you, you, you don't have a right. We, you have, we're giving you this opportunity to earn money for this company. You're, you have right. like this, uh, you have this, not a right, but like, you have this privilege to work for us and you have to earn it. But like, if, if we don't, if, if, if you don't have employees, you don't have a business. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your employees are the backbone of your business, not yeah, for now. What rules you have set in play. Yeah. For now. Yeah. But I mean, we kind of delve into AI here and there. Like, I mean, I think last time I was telling you about how there was this guy in India who like, he was doing fine with like, you know, 30,000 employees or maybe it was 3,000. Yeah. I forget the math, but he was doing fine with it. And then chat GPT comes out and then he's like, oh, I cut our wait times way down. So we fired 90% of the workforce. And he's like, it was absolutely necessary. And it's like, but you were doing fine before <laughs> i uh so i don't understand how this can be absolutely necessary and difficult but it's only really difficult for those who are counting the pennies yeah like our world is run by accountants by the way people who have no fucking idea of the intricacies that you and i are involved in on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. those are the types of people who get to run the world oh, yeah. for some reason because they can measure efficiency directly in the form of money it, i mean that's all that matters uh, uh, when you get down to it I the, don't know, dude. Okay. The when you get down to like a business, the only thing that matters is like how much money the business is making. Well, and that is an important aspect yeah. of like having a business. Don't get me wrong, right. but it's like, who all are you going to stomp on to get to the top? Like in the eighteen hundreds, like they were bitching about slavery because, or the about the abolition of slavery, I should say because the abolition of slavery would mean they no longer have a cheap form of labor. So then what did they decide to do? Big, I forget the name of the document. I mentioned it in one of our first episodes. Some guy came out with some manifesto and he's like, well, if this happens, I'm moving all, we should all move our plants down to Cuba and Central America. And then what did they do at the end of that? They moved all their plants <laughs> like down to Central America yep. and Cuba. And, and it's like, Cheap labor should not, I don't know. It, Cheap labor, yeah. It's a, it, it, don't get me wrong. I understand the appeal. I'm not naive, mm -hmm. right? From a business perspective, I could understand that having some Chinese kid who, you know, wants to put forward their craft and quality in the form of millions of parts an hour or thousands, I don't know. I, I can understand the appeal. And right. they're really not putting forward any crap. They're doing it for like a loaf of bread every day. Mm -hmm. I understand the appeal, but at the same time, like maybe we should rebase our idea in regards to the value of a product off of a fair day's work instead of trying to be so cheap. Yeah. I mean, we see that. I mean, employee wage is the easiest thing to actually control. Yeah. I mean, looking at a business standpoint, it's just, it's one of the things that you can actively change and you can either hire more people, fire more people, and then do wages and things like that. It's, it's, it's pretty easy to control that. Everything else is hard because you have to 
you have external factors. Yeah, you have external factors. If you need to import, if you're making something and you need metal, then that's a cost that changes from month to month. But like you can control that employee cost. And right. if you're a delivery driver or sorry, if you own a bunch of delivery trucks, you can't necessarily control the cost of fuel right. for those trucks Yeah, or the maintenance costs for those trucks. But you can by increasing your price. So like if you're, if you're, I mean, I guess like I'm thinking more socialist or more utilitarian than just like for profit. Cause I, I tend to just not mm -hmm. think of for, for profit when I think of a business, but like if sure. I'm running a business and I pay X amount of people, X amount of money and I have to, I have to use some sort of goods to, mm -hmm. to do something and it increases, then I would just increase the price rather than the price of the item. I mean, yeah, people will pitch and complain, but like I, I can do that because if if that if I'm delivering trucks and my gas goes up, then I just increase how much it costs to ship pro product or boxes. Uh, right. That's... But they almost view that as like some sort of determining factor. They're like, oh, well, the, the you know, the, the end user, they want to pay this much for it. Mm -hmm. And it's like tough shit that the end user wants to pay that much yeah. for it. The price is the price. Yeah. Like. I mean, go somewhere else. Exactly. I mean, we see that anyway. I mean, if you have subscriptions right. with like Netflix or Hulu or something like our, our I, I remember getting Hulu for like five ninety nine a month. And now it's like, yeah, ten ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, look at Netflix, like especially if you're a multi household user, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they've uh, like I was paying I think it was 19 a month or something like that plus another eight a month so that way my friend could use it as well yeah. and it's like that's a third of the cost of cable for one streaming service that i'm sorry dude but like i took the pirate life on this one yeah. like there's two shows i like to watch on that and i'm happy to wear that flag and good luck tracking me yeah because yeah Let's just put it this way. I used to work in IT and web development. I know all the tricks. Yeah. Signed 50s dad. Exactly. Who knows nothing about nothing. But but that's where we are. And prices just sometimes prices just go up arbitrarily because they can, because I don't know, let's say like well, and that's, UPS that's and the, FedEx are shipping a product and FedEx raises prices for whatever reason. Well, right. Now that means UPS can either go the direction of oh i could be cheaper than fedex and get more business or i can go the other way and go well i'll just match that price and then i can increase my price prices and make more profit cool i'll do that yeah because, because i'm going to have the same customers anyways yeah that's that, and then the people below that even even if they're not feeling the same heat as far as like profits concerned because let's say that fedex gets gas for or fuel i should say because mm -hmm. i think a lot of their stuff run i mean you got to consider airplane airplane fuel um, diesel fuel for semi trucks and then the local trucks. I don't know if those run on gas or diesel. I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't run off diesel, but either way, um, you're, even if FedEx's cost didn't go up as much as, or sorry, even if FedEx's cost went up more than UPS's cost, right? Yeah. It's like, that's still not an excuse to like, okay, so now you're bringing in, I think I, the number I heard was like during the pandemic, people leaned in real heavily on UPS, right? And 
they were seeing like 8.4 to 8.6 billion dollars a year in profit just for the shareholders mm-hmm. to split up don't quote me on that i can't seem to find that statistic anywhere yeah. um but a lot of money at, went at to least, shareholders instead of like yeah instead of like hey these guys i mean yeah i'm sure they got some hazard pay but like instead of giving it to the guys who like are out there every day making sure that the world functions mm-hmm. since people can't go to the store anymore instead of giving it to them as like a thank you no they they were like no fuck you now we have record profits yeah and we're gonna have record profits next year and that'll bring more shareholders and that'll mean more money for us yep it's like but but what about the employees that are actually like doing all the work they don't really care about them they're just well, you know they're just replaceable because, cows like, yeah well, a lot of that has to do with like if somebody's giving you a lot of money and they expect a 10% return yeah. or something like that, then you're going to try to exceed that so that way they continue to give you more money and reinvest, right? Right. Which that just seems like bad business to me, <laughs> but I'll I'll get back into that here in a minute. Um I'm going to go smoke real quick sure. cuz I'm getting a little bit riled up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go support RJ Reynolds and company. <laughs> So, thank you for bringing us quality cigarettes. Now at affordable prices. They're not affordable. Don't don't smoke, kids. All right, and I'm back. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm just actually like putting thoughts onto paper with messaging you. Oh, because I just. Okay. Uh, oh, I see. Under Wisconsin law, FMLA does not start until one year after. Until one year after, does not that's start until after one year. That's a national FMLA. law. Yeah, so that's a national law. They don't have to follow that. They can give FMLA at any point. But yeah, companies will rely on people not knowing. They'll think like, oh, it's just a law. You can't give that. You can't get this right until X amount of time because that's the law. But they can. They can, and that's what people are upset about nowadays. Is like. Yeah, it's the minimum wage is $7.25 or whatever. Um, and that's the law. But no company is going to hire a seven twenty five because no one's going to take a job at that point because the market is dictating that like minimum wage is minimum wage, quote unquote, for people is like $15 now. Because that's what people are kind of like accepting. Now they're like, I'm not going to take a job for under 15. If they do... It, it's fine. They, they, people are still hiring it under 15. But now people are kind of like realizing that they have a worth. And <laughs> which is. Yeah, it's some. Yeah, yeah that's just weird, right? <laughs> right? Companies aren't like, wait, people are realizing that they actually have a worth. And I think that's mm-hmm. helpful with like from social media is people are like, wait, we have a worth. We're, we're worth more than just like $7. I'm not going to take. So you're saying that. So you're saying that through social media, through <laughs> there, there are some good things that come out of social media. Honestly, I guess is what you're trying to I say. I think social media was invented to help people, but people have been using it for evil things. But yeah, I mean, I feel like, honestly, I feel like people... it is a good platform to get your opinion out. I'm not going to argue with you yeah. there. I mean, I also, I mean, whether or not, okay. I also think that like just talking and communicating with your coworkers is also mm-hmm. a way of realizing 
that like oh wait the company hi- just hired x amount of people and they're getting paid the same amount as me and i've been here for three years the right. act of like communicating that with people is also just a form of i'm going to say quote unquote social media within the workforce but like that's just another way of people communicating well, and being vocal it's like we talked about in the social media episode like whether or not you realized it forums existed i mean pretty close to the dawn of mass internet you know yeah. um uh, adoption i guess i'll say yeah. so like forums were a great way to get out like oh maybe i can help this dude or maybe somebody can help me yeah you know what i'm saying or maybe i can just listen to the things that i care about and social media is really no different no it's it's just more about like tracking the people who you i shouldn't even say deal with in your day-to-day lives at one point i had 500 friends on facebook now i think i have three i don't even have i don't even use facebook (laughs) yeah it's like it's one of those things where it's like I realized that the people who I want to talk to, I'll just text them. Yeah. And nobody needs to know my opinion. And I certainly don't need to know anybody else's opinion. But I give you my opinion. I'm fine with this. <laughs> well, yeah, but I like you. Yeah. So, but yeah. I think that's what we're seeing more is like, that's why we're getting so many strikes nowadays is like people are realizing that, wait, um, there's something going on here. That's not quite a, uh, something fishy is going on. And, yeah and people are just being more vocal about it and people are talking about salaries now more often and we're seeing companies getting sued more for labor laws and things like that i mean a lot of people don't even know labor laws and no and no most people people don't don't know that you are legally allowed to talk about your salary even though companies are be like we're gonna fire you if you talk about your salary which is illegal you can't fire someone because they're talking about their salary but typically you can find reasons exactly somebody you can and that's and that's a touchy subject too because people companies will find whatever reason they can but like, like if you're a good yeah. employee and you're talking about your salary yeah they'll find some way to fire you but like it's hard yeah so do you know my favorite thing about this particular strike that like i mean i know it got resolved while we were in the middle of like you know yeah. looking at the you know various parts of this episode and it's like oh okay well this seems like it's probably a moot point but we already i mean at least i already read a bunch of articles about this and i mean i didn't read much i'm about sure it, you so looked you can, into it too. i actually didn't really oh, okay. look into it i mean i i googled oh ups has a strike and it got resolved mm-hmm. that's like about all i did. well this has been like a month-long thing where like ups and uh the teamsters teamsters being in charge of the uh uh ups employees or at least some of them uh pilots are covered by a different union um and i don't think it implies i don't think it applies to every ups worker i I think it's mostly drivers um but i looked at their demands and they weren't like unreasonable (laughs) like they were like we want air conditioning in our trucks and it's like in like if you were in texas or something like that you know like that's absolutely understandable. And UPS is like, oh, well, we'll agree to put it in all new vehicles from this point on. Oh, nice. And they're like, no, you're going to retrofit it or we're going to walk away. And it's like, well, like not every vehicle should probably, I mean, like those like that are going to end of life in the next year, yeah. probably not 
worth it for a company to upgrade those. Right. But but my favorite part about the strike is that the Teamsters were like, we implore the White House and Washington to not step in. And then I thought back to the railroad workers strike Mm -hmm. where like they were pretty damn firm on everything. And then all of a sudden, like the U S government steps in. Yeah. Right. And, and then everything goes to shit where they're like, yeah, we're just going to extend your contracts for a year and you guys can hash it out in that time. (laughs) And it's like, or I I don't even remember. That was essentially the outcome. Yeah. I don't know if it was a year. I don't, it wasn't a good outcome for the railroad workers. But here I was really happy to see that, like, I mean, they got most of their demands, yeah. right? Like, a lot of it had to do with part-time workers, right? If you had been at the company for, um, I don't know, I'm going to say three years, then they were hiring due to the worker shortage. They raised their rates for new hires, but they wouldn't raise the rates for existing employees. Mm-hmm. And that's just dumb, man. Right. Like, I mean, I get that to some degree, right? Like... You know, you once again, I get that controlling labor costs that's going to be important to some degree for a business. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, if you can't run a business profitably, then you shouldn't. You shouldn't be running a business, but we're talking eight point six billion dollars. Yeah. Just for shareholders. Eight point six. So it's like dollars. Yeah, at least I think it was. I know it was like it's between seven and nine billion. I don't remember the exact number. So, but either way, okay, let's just say seven billion dollars for shareholders to split up. You How know many what I'm saying? Does like, EPS have? I have no idea. I didn't actually look into that. I probably should have. But I mean, they weren't asking for like a huge raise. My favorite part about even all this is like if you look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics in regards to like the inflation rate right now. Mm-hmm right well sorry if you look at there's some government site you can look at the inflation rate there's, right um, 118,500 drivers so eight billion dollars divided by that many is sixty seven thousand dollars divided between everyone which right. is so you're really not right <laughs> you're you're still not really like they're not getting sixty seven thousand no. dollars but like yeah I mean, you're still talking a huge profit margin for shareholders. And if the shareholders don't like it, then they agree with a system that exploits the workforce in order to give them gains. And is that really the type of company that you want to be ethically? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I wouldn't want to be a part of that. Like, I don't want to shit on somebody's head just so I can get one ring higher in the corporate ladder. Have you ever heard the phrase business is business? I have heard the phrase business is business. Have you ever, like, thought about it, like, Okay, so everyone says, oh, business is business. And if you say it long enough and enough, people are just going to be like, oh, that's just how it is. Business is business. I mean, you well, have that's to, the entire point you, of that. You have to do shady stuff, but you, you don't have to do shady stuff you don't. to be a business. Business is not just no. business. <laughs> there are plenty of, well, like the worst part is like, here's what I've noticed at a lot of companies. They're eager to hire people to track efficiency and to be bean counters at the top, yeah. right? And they don't know anything about what they're doing. Like they have no clue how the industry runs. They're just focused on numbers on a piece of paper and they want to do it as cheaply as possible. Meanwhile, if you eliminated some of these positions where you were monitoring efficiency or eliminated some of the time spent 
tracking the sufficiency, yeah. right? I bet you that the amount of extra profit that these sorts of efficiency experts bring, I bet you it's probably not more than it's, the salaries it's, annually. It'd probably be cheaper to make the system more efficient within so employees are more efficient rather than like having an outdated system rather than trying to track yeah the efficiency i would agree but that never that almost never happens every time i go to a new job i'm always like oh this isn't efficient oh this isn't efficient oh this isn't efficient so they're trying yeah you got like seven different web pages that you're like or that you're trying to like just do one job with right like how is and like you're not the only person in this position no you know there's like hundreds of other employees doing the exact same thing as you and it's like their workflow it probably takes them an extra 10 minutes in between for every you know for having to go through all these different websites but like if you just it's astounding if the company just like spent money to fix the issue they would save money in the long run because like if let's say 118 thousand five hundred people have an issue and they're all having the same thing it's because of an efficiency problem and they're spending more work time because it's an efficiency then it's costing the company more money well and their solution is just telling the drivers to rush rush rush, exactly. rush, rush get it done yeah but if they had just invested in their infrastructure like you were saying yeah then this wouldn't yeah. have to be rush, 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 they rush. Would, do they it, would do it, do they it. They would save money you would... in the long run with just not having to pay employees to wait around X amount of time for an efficiency. Right. Well, like, and they don't really take into account, especially with, like, drivers, like, they don't take into account the wait times. Right. Like, you know, you, you show up at a job site and other truck's already there, mm-hmm. right? Like, now you got to wait for that other truck to get unloaded. So their solution for that is let's have a third party carry our freight somewhere and then we won't pay them for the load time we'll just pay them a flat rate cut out the middleman they're happy we're happy it's the free market but in the process of doing that they go through these brokers who are just trying to go they do a reverse auction sort of thing all right we'll take 1900 for this load okay somebody's called 1900 what about 1800 who wants to do this for 1800 I mean, and that that happens more with like individualized freight as opposed to the UPS thing. I I don't know that it happens with UPS, but you get my point, right? right? We're just constantly trying to underbid somebody until it's not a profitable industry. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I I don't hate truck drivers, but most of the ones that I have to interact with, I dislike greatly. Mm -hmm. But the reason is because like, well, there's two reasons. One of which is because, like, there's kind of this whole mafia-esque thing going on in the background with some Eastern European countries, which I don't really want to get into. But suffice it to say, they bring them over on a green card and pay them shit. And then, like, you know, they're like, oh, you just have to keep going, keep going, keep keep driving, blah, 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 right? So that's that's one thing. But the bigger problem, I don't know, is just, like, they could all band together and be like, this is a good wage. Like they're, these are guys who a lot of the time they're, they're on the road seven eighths of the year. They're home less than a week a month. And some of these guys like it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's a bad system. 
and we should never be in the mindset that cheating another human being so that we um might get a little bit more profit right yeah that's never made sense to me like why i want yeah i want my employees to be loyal yeah and you don't get loyalty out of like i want to know that my employees if i ask them to do something right i'm like i know you got to stay late like at the end of the week mm -hmm. right i just found out it's monday now will you do this and trust me like you know the government says i only got to pay you time and a half but you're going to get paid double time yeah because i realize this inconveniences you right and i want to make sure that you receive your fair share of the profit as well yeah but also like i remember in the pandemic where shipments were just delayed so if your shipments being delayed by a day it's not hurting anyone the only person that's hurting is one person it's one well, person that that's on waiting who's for the, receiving the right i mean technically there could be waiting for a, some life-saving item but like most of the time that's like some stupid amazon thing that is for their alexa that they don't need anyway because why would you connect it's a bunch of yeah. it's a bunch of blues clues coloring <laughs> books with the magic <laughs> markers that your kid could probably like, wait a day to get yeah but if you're talking about like engine parts or something like that for a business yeah. like that's a lot of those businesses they work on like time efficiency yeah and would it be the end of the world if that got delayed mm -hmm. by a day no, no. but yeah. will everybody from up top think so yeah. oh hell yeah i mean like they'll be breathing down your neck like there's fire exactly and that's why amazon went with their own <sighs> delivering trucks like instead of outsourcing it or making usps deliver on sundays or something like that i mean like amazon has changed a lot of things how delivering has operated because the usps used to never deliver on sundays and they only delivered like half days on saturday and then amazon right. came along and they're like uh no that's gotta change yeah, now it's every day <laughs> and so uh, and that's not really okay no it's not i mean whenever i look at things like whenever i go to a job i'm like this this is not life-saving a job i mean this is if i call off it's not hurting anyone i mean yeah maybe something will be slower because there's one less employee but like overall it's not gonna matter like right in the grand scheme it, of things it doesn't if you matter. don't deliver on time it'll it'll still yeah. probably be fine if one day is going to make or break your business mm -hmm. then you probably need to work on a different business yeah. model my my Roomba <laughs> didn't have to be a two-day delivery it's no, it's still in the no. box in my kitchen and it hasn't been touched <laughs> well and the only reason that amazon works by the way is because they offer the two-day thing they realized oh, that yeah. from the get-go but at first it was just free shipping and then they're like no we're gonna redo this and I've honestly actually met a lot of Amazon drivers who really like doing it, especially the guys who pick up like, let's say that like some route, right? It didn't um, really, it wasn't that busy. So they outsource that route, right? Right. Well, and it seems like they're doing more and more of that. But a lot of the guys who I talked, especially like, so I have to take a lot of Uber rides to and from the airport, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of those guys do Amazon on the side. And they say they prefer to do Amazon because they can get a route done in like, you know, hour and a half, hour, something like that. Yeah. And they get paid for four. Oh, okay. And 
and that's not always the case. And I know damn well that Amazon exploits their employees. I'm oh, yeah. not naive to that fact. We just just assume that but, every company exploits their employees in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, they have the total. They have capability of giving employees more, but they don't have to because of laws. And they will guise it, like you're saying, in the form of, oh, well, the law states this, and we try to we try to adhere to all the laws. Mm-hmm. That way, we treat everybody equal. But it's like, yeah, there doesn't. It doesn't have to be like that. You could also just make if, your own laws that are in a coherence with policies. Yeah, you can also make your own policies to go with state laws that are better than state laws. And now you have your own policies that you can follow that are I mean, better than shit, put it, laws. Put it in the flow chart, yeah. right? Like, okay, so let's say that now the state of Kentucky the state of Kentucky now offers FMLA in six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like whatever the federal government offers, we're going to um, do better by 20%. Yeah. So you don't got to be here six months. Then. No. You know, now it's four and a half months or yeah. whatever it is. I think that's 25% technically. So, but you get the Yeah. Idea. I mean, most companies just put in everything in weeks anyway. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, fine. So <laughs> I'm not doing the math. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm brain fried, brain hurty. So UPS went on a strike and they got a lot of demands and now they're happy. Well, I don't know that they're happy. But like one of their biggest complaints was that like they should be able to turn down overtime if they wanted to. Oh, which I agree with that. That makes complete fucking sense, right? Because like, why do you work? Like you specifically. Oh, I work. Why do you work? I work because I have to cover my cost of living yeah but not just your cost of living your family's cost of living I, I, which i, I know just, you were kind of yeah i kind of just lumped that into my cost of living yeah because well, i mean a lot some people don't i mean true i mean some people are just like my cost of living is x amount and then i have my family's cost well, of I, living and but i just heard the story about a doordash driver like a week nah, it was probably two weeks ago yeah. right and um, she only door dashes at this one place every, we'll say, once every month. But every time she takes it mm-hmm. and they get a complaint about it because she never delivers the food. <laughs> oh. So she's taking it and she's feeding her kids because uh... the kids come in with her to door dash. Yeah. And they were telling like all the little details about that. And she's always super polite, apparently, but she's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna steal this because like you know this is how i uh, i didn't account for my family with my cost of living oh so that's crazy that's how she gets by yeah, a little <laughs> bit yeah and then somebody else was saying that on a different like day per month she goes and like does the same thing somewhere else because they work somewhere else too because a wendy's employee can't afford to just have one job mm-hmm. i think it was wendy's that's also i crazy. don't remember like if, well, if someone, I, I, I heard this story secondhand too, so I can't say that I was personally. Yeah. That bothers but. me too. If someone was working forty <laughs> hours and they have to get another job because their cost of living is that their right. their forty hour job doesn't pay their cost of living. One, I think they could probably yeah, get government the, assistance, but like, well, I think they probably have oh yeah for sure assistance too. I mean, yeah. I I did because from what I gathered, like <laughs> this this uh, particular woman, she's kind of just. 
I don't want to put it. She always shows up in like fancy clothes oh, and new okay. earrings. Yeah. So she's kind of bougie. Yeah. Right? I do. I, and it's just like she's milking the system yeah. every way she can. I do know that Walmart employees take up most of our government assistance because they don't get paid yeah. enough. And Walmart has to no, hire they don't so get... many people. And yeah. so they're, they're, that's also crazy is like walmart is doing such a thing that they get tax breaks but they also are taking advantage <laughs> of the tax system you hired so many people so yeah you deserve a tax break yeah. but you're not paying them enough so don't worry we'll make up yeah that. so we're we're so us like people paying into government assistance is paying for people to have a better life because walmart can't or doesn't pay for their employees to have a better life and they're allowed to and they are benefiting it because of, from tax breaks also <laughs> like they don't have yeah. to pay as much taxes and they don't have to pay their it's employees all just and the government has to pay for it it's crazy how that is set up That's to me oh that's so fucking dumb dude like, and the government's just like yeah and this is the system that we advocate for this is what the free market breeds so... by the way it typically does not breed a worker's strike like we see with ups like... right and their government's just like oh yeah this is fine like walmart yeah you don't have to pay as many taxes we'll we'll pay your employees we understand that low prices are more important than you know your workers i mean i mean target kind of does Oh, I know. Target does the same thing, except they like they try to like actually both Walmart and Target try to like keep people in their jobs uh, like with this cult of personality yeah. thing. You see Starbucks do this, too, but Starbucks at least is a little bit more ethical about it. Yeah. Right. Because they uh, they're at least like and maybe Target's this way, too. I don't know. I know Walmart's not, but but um, like Starbucks is like, yeah, we know we don't like we know that you're probably here as either a part-timer or if you're full-time like we know that like this probably wasn't the ideal job for you and that you need health insurance so like we we give it to yeah. you real cheap and it's good it's really good health insurance at starbucks like really good health insurance right so it's it's hard to i mean should starbucks pay employees more probably oh, yeah, for but sure simultaneously like I don't know. They're just kind of following the industry trend and they do a lot more for their employees in that industry. So I can't really shit talk Starbucks. It's it's tough when a company like, let's say Walmart, has the ability to pay their employees more. And Starbucks, they have the ability to pay it. Like they're, they make so much money and their shares are so high and their stock's doing good on paper. But like, it, and it's frustrating that they don't. But they're also just giving that money to shareholders. I mean, that is frustrating. And it's also frustrating that the government is blaming social programs like food stamps for taking taxes. But they are the cause of it. Oh, yeah. I would completely agree, dude. Like, you, you don't get to have it both ways. You don't both get, well, in this instance, yeah, they do. And but my point is that that's not acceptable and that's not okay and that's not ethical. That's not something that anybody should stand for. Like I get it, you're down on your feet and you're looking for a job. Like maybe Walmart suits you for some reason. I don't know, 
right? I mean, Starbucks suited me as a part-time job, so I can't really, you know, I can't really say shit about that. I've always been lucky but... in my jobs. Like, I've I've never, well, I mean, there were times where, when I was in college and I had worked, was working a part-time job and going to college and I didn't have heat in my apartment. But, I mean, that was for lots of, that situation was, like, kind of, like, my own fault. But I was also, like, I don't know. It's fine. Because I was basically living in my parents' apartment that was above a business, and I chose to live there, even though, and I tried to fix it up. Yeah, you already knew. Yeah, that, I, like, I, I went you into it knowing it, and right, and, and then like I only lived there for like a year and a half, maybe. I think I lived there for two winters, and then I bought my own house because I'm like, this isn't fair to my parents for paying for me to live here, and it's not super great, and I'm asking a lot for them to fix it up, but and I shouldn't. So I bought my own house at that point. But like during that point when I was going to school and working like $400 an hour worth of hours and $400 worth an hour worth of hours, $400, you mean $400 for an X amount of hours, $400 a month worth of hours. Yeah, that's how that's where I was making. And then I found another job and but I mean, I mean, I've been kind of privileged in my job in my life where I I haven't been, I don't, tech, I mean, I haven't really struggled, but I also have this mentality of like, my cost of living is pretty low. Like I don't want a lot. So I, I'm perfectly well, I mean, fine with the cost of living of like, I don't know, a cardboard $400 a month. And that's only because I like going to Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, that's right. basically a, why and I can, and I, I also like take into account like, okay, yeah, my car payment won't last forever and my cost of living will be cheaper once my car is paid off. And then I'll have Starbucks and my car insurance and that's my cost of living basically until, you know, X amount of changes where I get a new house or things change. But like, you know, I am, yeah, I get where you're going, but I mean, that. when I had my own house and everything like that, my cost of living was pretty low also I mean, because my I didn't need anything. I didn't want anything. Right. Right. Well, I mean, an A, like, yeah, we should all be a little bit more minimalistic. I'm not. I am very minimalistic. Like, and the right, like, you know, you're probably like me, where you're willing to wear the same T-shirt for like five years. Yeah, I mean, I've worn the same T-shirt for four days straight. I mean, that's just how I am. I'm but like, <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> but I love Amanda's comment there. <laughs> But, like, a lot of people are still minimalistic because they have to be, and they're still not making ends meet. And it's because they work for a corporation that's not helping them. Providing. Yeah. And not even, like, helping. Like, you're providing, I mean, you're, in general, the average person is probably providing the company with hundreds of dollars a year. Yeah. Worth profit, I mean, right? the company I work at now, I looked into it, and each employee makes them about, Two hundred thirty thousand dollars worth of revenue, and I think the so far the highest paid employee that I've talked to is making like twenty five dollars per hour. Yeah, and that's not that's not a salary. That's like an that would be worker. like a really bad salary, by the way. Yeah, it would legally you can agree to it. Yeah, but that's a bad salary. I mean, technically, I wouldn't agree to any salary that's less than seventy thousand a year. Oh well. I mean, the free market 
allows you to do. it gives you the choice i also just think salary is unethical because how many people do you know that are on salary <laughs> that are like i'm on salary so i kind of have to work more hours <laughs> i used to be a nurse in a nursing home where the rns were all salary and they would work 80 hours a week for about i mean at the time like the cheapest one was about 60 70,000 yeah. a year something like but that's that. also and she hated her life yeah, that's also crazy because like so if yeah. you're on salary and she was on call constantly yeah. by the way constantly because the other rns who were in this position they were like mm -mm, i might be on call or i might be supposed to come in but i'm not yeah like they already knew that like they were getting underpaid and they're like hey you can fire me if you want and this one woman she just decided to take it upon herself and like oh man like she was fucking drunk by the end of it yeah so she she was great don't get me wrong but she was a drunk yeah well so. it's it's funny because like if so if you are salary and you make x amount of money less than so like you can get paid overtime for being salary if you make less than x amount of money i forget what that number is i think it's like seventy thousand. last time i looked into it but if you make less than seventy thousand dollars and you're in salary they still have to pay you for overtime but if they if you make more than that then they technically don't have to pay you overtime so it's funny that like that number that you were salary was around 80 and 70 and then people that were like 60 they probably didn't know that they could fight for that overtime work but they didn't you want to hear the most unethical wage that I worked for in my life, Aaron? <laughs> $15 an hour for about 80 hours a week, but they're not allowed to pay time and a half. So, like, you just have to deal with whatever you cap out at it. That's not ethical. That's not even legal. It's not. <laughs> was that your nursing Especially job? Especially when you're hourly. <laughs> no, that was not my nursing That sounds job. awful. <laughs> well i know like some people like starbucks i don't think you're allowed to work over 40 hours because they don't want you to pay they don't want to pay people overtime yeah well i mean a lot of those types of places they will like they will schedule you for about 36 hours yeah. right and then if you want to be full-time you will find a way to fill those extra four hours but as soon as you're at like 39.75 they will cut you right then and there they don't care anymore about they will literally call somebody else yeah in. i mean i i mean that is unethical too but like they're allowed to because it's not a law saying that you don't have to but like and that's that's the thing that bothers me is like the federal government doesn't doesn't make laws like this and rather they'll just be like oh go unionize yeah <laughs> but Pretty much, yeah. But that's exactly what UPS did. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they went ahead and they unionized. And then like they're like, UPS is basically like, oh, we'll hire scabs. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's your response? Yeah. Like, like you're talking about losing like $4 billion worth of profit a day. And your response is we'll hire scabs who have no idea what they're doing. Right. It's so stupid. Like, it was something that critical. Yeah. Was something where, I mean, we talked about it. Not every package needs to be delivered on time. Right. And everybody should be more patient with everything. But simultaneously, like, UPS is the one who wants it to be punctual, just like all their customers do. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to make it less efficient mm -hmm. to show you, yeah. prove a point. 
And it's like, what the fuck sense does that? Just pay. You're going to lose more than you're going to like, just pay your goddamn employees. Like just, it's more efficient to pay the, to meet their demands because they're going to continue to work and then you'll make money. Like don't, don't hire like temp people to do it because they're not, they, they're going to do a good job. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I'm a temp worker. I've met a lot of meth addict temp <laughs> workers or temp workers that just don't show up. Yeah. And like, I mean, I've met a lot of good temp workers too. So it's nothing against anybody who's doing temp work no, right so... now. So don't don't take it like that. But I, what I'm saying is that $4 billion a day, they're like, oh, we'll hire scabs. Well, good luck because you're going to probably be making about $2 billion a day and losing out on $2 billion a day yeah. while you're trying to like, and that's probably why ups just decided to like yeah. you know fold yeah i mean that's um, and that's why uh the train company resorted to the white house stepping in because they'll they'll force people to work well we're really just a failed oligarchy oh at this God. point we're so, failed like, let's talk about Berk. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> i mean look at berkshire hathaway yeah. right they're huge yeah right i mean ups is huge too but like Oh, who's the guy who owns Berkshire Hathaway? I always forget Warren. his name because he's irrelevant to me. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Do you really think he doesn't have any political ties? Like the dude is like a million years old. He's been around just as long as these politicians. And do you yeah. think that he's maybe met most of he these hung, politicians? He hung out on Epstein Island. Yeah, exactly. It's I like, don't know that for sure. but <laughs> yeah, It wouldn't surprise me. Like oh, dude yeah. acts like he's just kind of like a sweet to the point old man. But yeah. Like there's more going on there, and you can yeah, find I mean, that out if you. I've heard a couple. I've time. read a couple articles that that say like he's he's an okay guy, like he's pretty good, and he thinks that you know corporations and wealthy should be taxed more because that's just how it should be. Mm. Like they, but he's also, and he also wants money. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's definitely taking advantage of the tax. He's a businessman. Yeah, and business is business, Eric. <laughs> exactly. And which means you can do whatever you want because business is business. You can be as unethical as you want. That said, anytime that I go like out, I always make it a point. Like if I have to go out like to what was the last time? Last time I went to Houston. So when I went out to Houston, right, I had to take a, uh, Oh, a transit bus to Hertz to get my rental car. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when I was out that way, like I was talking to the driver and the driver's like, you'd be surprised at the amount of people that I haul through here. And I could barely hear the guy because like you're talking like a bus that isn't very well insulated on a busy fucking block around the airport. Yeah. Just doing that loop de loop. Right now driver was like nice as could be. And like, I always make a point to talk to those guys because like they see some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like i'm always just curious but he was telling me that he actually uh hauled warren buffett warren buffett to the hertz station and hauled him back and he asked the guy he's like so what did you rent like some sort of nice like you know supercar and he's like no just standard economy car yeah i mean he seems i mean and if if i were warren buffett i would have said that regardless yeah of what I mean, I rented, I would, but... honestly i probably would have 
I'd probably, I mean, if I have the choice, I'll try and rent like a Kia Soul because I really like Kias and Kia Souls. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of hate the Kia Souls. When I don't try in, to rent anything Toyota. Yeah, when I was uh, in Arizona, we had an option of renting a vehicle. My dad's like, what do you want to rent? That pickup truck? And I'm like, no, when I rent that Kia Soul right there, because I, I miss my. I would have rented the pickup truck. <laughs> God damn, I love the pickup trucks. But so, then again, was... you're talking from somebody who was born between the hauler and the holy and the damned. So. And uh, up here in Wisconsin, there's a thing where a ton of pickup trucks have like these really thick, wide wheels, and they're all raised, and the <sighs> wheels are also like extended like eight inches away from the frame. That's just how pickup yeah. trucks are, are here. And I'm like, these are so ugly. What is going well, on? Why do we... I love? I love pickup trucks. I'm not even gonna lie, but the thing that I hate is when people try to make them monstrously big, yeah. right? Because they'll do that with the wheels and stuff like that, but they won't think about how much extra cooling the transmission needs, and then they'll blow a transmission or a transfer case, and then they'll be like, "I have no idea why." It's like really because you went from hundred pound wheels to two hundred and fifty pound wheels, and you yeah. were like, "Ah, oh, stock transaxle, you can handle this, right?" And the transaxle's like. <coughs> <laughs> can do it and then eventually it blows the transmission and uh that's that what if you go the like it costs way. so much what what if you go the opposite way where they go from like standard tires to like <laughs> really huge rimmed tires that are i mean your transmission won't overheat if yeah. you're going from larger to smaller but that'd be kind of dumb too i could just picture a pickup truck driving on like fucking geo metro wheels and that just seems like yeah. a bad time next time i see one of the one of these weird pickup trucks i'm going to send a picture to you and be like how is this transmission doing <laughs> jesus dude i i lived for the longest time down around people who like all they wanted to do was build big pickup trucks yeah like I already understand how they should be built, and I have seen some monstrous disasters as a result. <laughs> like, because somebody's is... like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, I doubt it. And then but... a month later, they're like, oh, my engine blew. And but, it's like, really? Were you these... like redlining it? Were yeah. you redlining it? Yeah. But at least all these trucks have air conditioning on, like the UPS trucks, which is also yeah. weird. Like, why doesn't they don't have standard? doors on the UPS trucks for the well, most part? Yeah, I do. I do so, know this. It's like a hassle to open and close the door since you have to like well, get out so probably, often. Well, I mean, like construction workers, they don't work in the air conditioning either. Yeah, I don't understand why. I you mean, like it'd be really why construction workers don't. You mean no? The uh, UPS trucks. Why don't you UPS trucks have air conditioning? I mean, that seems like a simple fix. It seems like where you can provide air conditioning practically, you yeah. probably should as a company it's, just ethically it almost sounds like it would be cheaper to just have it like standard rather than like just it not being as they involved. have their trucks custom made so i guess really i mean yeah i mean it's still an option on the engine <laughs> don't get me wrong it's not like these engines are just produced for ups trucks it's not like air conditioners use that much more gas either they, they really don't they don't They're, you're talking like maybe a difference of three miles per gallon yeah maybe probably not i, th I think so, there is a, a friend of mine there's a myth well, episode where uh, they tested not <laughs> having air conditioning versus not having air conditioning with the window out window down and things like that <laughs> yeah and, and the drag force created really doesn't make it that different yeah 
Yeah. A friend of mine and I actually tested that hypothesis on a Ford. It was either a Taurus or a Concord. I think it was a Concord, um, which for those of you who don't know, basically mid-sized sedan, but we're talking like early 2000s mid-sized sedan. Um, but he even noticed that like, well, on his, that because it had a thing that constantly read the fuel mileage, right? Yeah. And he and I were, he's a cool dude. Uh, but he, he and I even noticed that like with the window down, like there was really only like a one mile per gallon difference between the window down with no air conditioning, right? Versus the window up with air conditioning. It got slightly worse, but it wasn't enough to like, compensate for a medical bill if you had heat stroke or something i think uh the difference is even less when you're on the highway because when the window's down then you have the air coming in for drag force. oh yeah yeah for sure so yeah and that's where we tested it out it's was... better to keep the window up <laughs> and yeah. the air conditioning on but i mean obviously window up and air conditioning off is probably better i don't know that said like i'm so used to a 90s pickup truck with like the wind in my hair mm -hmm. or lack of hair at this point but like nonetheless i'm so used to that that i i enjoy that personally so what else do you want to talk about with fedex not fedex ups <laughs> well anything like major that they're asking for other than just higher wages and air conditioning i mean that's really all they were asking for i mean that said like well and like that said, some of the a lot of the rights extended to full time workers, obviously, right? Yeah. And now they cap out at forty nine dollars an hour, which I was like, that seems like a lot. But at the same time, like like I said previously, a lot of these guys are on the road. That's over a hundred thousand dollars a year. That is pretty. That's good. But let's talk about inflation for a minute now. Like, let me look real quick because I I quoted this earlier, right? Yeah inflation rate united states 2023 i can't remember the website that i normally go to right for this it's a government website and it might be no i was right when i said bureau of labor statistics that was that was who um that was who does this um they're saying energy is down by 17% right now, right? As far as inflation is concerned, but recently our electric bill went up, not because of air conditioning, but because like the state of Ohio made a bad deal in regards to how many kilowatt hours they were going to consume. And we all have to deal with that now, right? But everything else is up. Everything else is up at least 3% from last year. And my point in that is that they do a really bad job because I've noticed that food costs have doubled. Now, I mean, yeah, I got two toddlers at home, right? And they're mm -hmm. eating more. They're not eating as much as a full-grown man put together. <laughs> no, they're eating probably like 300 calories with this and yet, And yet are... No, they're eating far more than that. Oh, really? It seems like they're eating constantly. But they're growing constantly, so yeah. it makes sense, right? But there's no reason for our food costs to double considering we're two fully grown adults they should barely make up one fully grown adult and this is why you need hello fresh <laughs> yeah. but that's not going to help you uh feature kids that eat thirteen thousand calories a day 
No. <laughs> no. The U.S. dietary guidelines suggest a 2,000 calorie a day diet, though I think most people end up going into about 2,800. It's also based off day. your uh, resting metabolic rate. Yeah. And that resting metabolic rate is usually on average about 18. You're just by doing nothing, you'll use about 1800 calories a day. Just like breathing and existing, it's about 1800. Yeah. Well, like I work in a physically laborious field yeah. right now, but that's largely because I'm in better mental health when I'm you know, doing mm. something actively. If I'm sitting behind a desk looking at a screen, my entire life is, oh my God, can we get through this? I get impatient. How do you know basically. my life? <laughs> Your life? Yeah. I, That's all I do I, is sit I mean, behind a may, screen and contemplate, and, why constantly. I, and contemplate why I've made these decisions. Well, trust me, it's largely because I've been there. <laughs> so, and I went from a physically yeah. laborious job to basically a desk job that then became physically laborious. Yeah. And it's and, funny because like, and if you're listening to this, Ron, fuck you, <laughs> by the way, that's just going to be an ongoing thing. And if you threaten me so much, I will release your last name, your business and all of that <laughs> shit. And I will tell people about the sketchy undergoings that you have going on. Trust me. I will win this outcome, Ron. <laughs> Go ahead. Should I Go leave ahead. this out I... or put this in? <laughs> no, you should probably put it in. I hate Ron. So, so he uh... says we're friends, though, and he's con he's concerned as me about me as a friend. That was three years ago, and I haven't heard from him since. Well, three I quit the three next years day. three years ago. Uh, if you spent four hundred dollars on something today, it's four hundred and seventy one. No oh, man. But the inflation in 2020 was 1.23, and the inflation in 2023 is 2.97. So it's almost double, oh, man. Yeah, we're basically just getting to this point where like only the rich can afford to eat. Yeah, but the price has changed 17 per almost 18 percent, and then that's large. And it's not even accounting for like the inflation of 2023, like that two that almost three percent. A lot of it's from uh, corporate profits going up, where they're artificially uh, inflating the price because they can like remember the eggs yeah. like six months ago <laughs> <laughs> i mean six months ago i mean you mean now <laughs> oh are the eggs still like insanely expensive We're out here yeah oh I didn't. hey heather i never buy are eggs, eggs so. still insanely expensive out here no. oh what are they at Oh, okay. They're not insanely expensive anymore. Oh, man. I remember for a while, though, they were, like, insanely expensive. So I'm glad that it's fixed now. Yeah. From well, they're 99 cents a dozen, from what I gathered, at oh, the good. most expensive and exquisite of grocery stores around us. See, see HelloFresh doesn't make anything with eggs. <laughs> well, I'm glad that it... No, I keep want to say FedEx. I keep. I'm glad UPS is doing good. I'm glad their drivers are going to be making at at most a hundred, almost a hundred and two thousand dollars a year. Yeah, oh yeah, and they get that pizza party, and those pizza parties, those are just that benefit is um, you can't put a price on that. It's basically like infinite money. At my factory, um, if they had an office meeting. They would like do catering and things like that. And then all the leftovers would just go into our break room. 
but there is two break rooms so like yeah depending which was the good depending, break room and yeah. the bad break room there, and one yeah. one break room was much better than the other break room <laughs> so but i never went there so i have no idea what kind of goodies they got but oh man probably didn't probably better goodies than what we got Every now and then, my supervisor would get donuts for us, which is nice. There shouldn't be so much diversification. Like, even if I was the CEO of some place, right? Like, I would remember very clearly the times that I was poor and struggling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. The times that I worked in the factory floor or that I was the grunt man on the floor. I would remember these things. Yeah. And I wouldn't diversify it in such a way that there is an upstairs break room and a downstairs break room. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody just gets one break room and that's it. And you can section yourselves off however y'all want to section yourselves off. But but you've, everybody's you've treated equal struggled. with the same fucking This is true. Some people have never I wasn't struggled. daddy's boy who went to the goddamn like I fought my way through everything. Yeah. So it's it's crazy when like people that are privileged or in the higher like upper class like in the top you know 10 one percent that have just like never experienced like what normal not normal but what have i mean statistically speaking like you know 70 percent of america has experienced like i mean there is a top one and top 10 percent there's also a bottom one and top and bottom 10 percent and like i can't even imagine what the bottom one percent 10 percent goes through because i've only experienced I what the what bottom 10 percent goes through yeah. i've only experienced what like you know the majority of like you know the 70 and 80 percent of people goes through like that's where i am but people that run the, i'm not laughing at you yeah, people that run don't, things don't though take it like that yeah I mean, like, I don't know. I'm, I know that in some things I am privileged and and I I don't know what it's like to... I mean, I, I did have food stamps at one point. I used food stamps and all those things and government assistance, but, and it was then great. Then you know what it's like to be at the bottom 10%. You just dismiss it because it was a college experience. Right, you. no, I mean, in college <laughs> I, was, I was on food stamps and I was only making 400 a month because I couldn't find time to work and go to school but also i knew people that did work and go to school and i don't know how they did it i don't know how people managed to work it's exhausting yeah i don't i it's when people make those choices like i'm like i don't know how you do it like i don't know how people work 80 hours a week overtime and things like that because i don't i've never made that choice the most overtime I've ever worked in a week was like, I have worked 60 hours in a week. And then there was a couple of times where I work like, I mean, there was one work week where I worked like a hundred hours, but that was also salary, but. So your rights were exploited. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, but at the same time, like, I mean, but like, I've never like really struggled, struggled in the means of like, like I've never, I've never gone a month where I'm like I don't know how I'm going to eat this week. I've never had that like thought. I've always yeah. had enough money where I could feed myself. I mean, there are things where I'm like, oh man, I can't afford to get Starbucks this week. 
<laughs> or you can't afford to buy Elden Ring or whatever. Right. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, Elden Ring is a really dated example at this point. I keep thinking it's this brand new video game that I want to try, but yeah. it's been out for like two years, right? No, it came out last year and it was really good. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> so I got to try it at some yeah, point. It's, but it's uh, just... Yeah, I know. I yeah exactly i mean there have been times where i'm like i can't really justify spending 70 dollars on the new uh breath of the wild game but then like the next week i bought like diablo 4 and i and i got like the collector's edition for like 100 bucks and i'm like oh well i mean at most i'll make like i don't know where my job caps out at but hopefully it doesn't really like cap well out, it, it doesn't have to as long as corporate america thinks that you're worth it yeah i mean one of my biggest concerns now is just like social security and um whether or not you mean that thing that won't exist yeah and whether or not we'll ever like raise that cap so there's no cap that people pay into social security based off their salary but oh man conversation for a different day i mean that kind of goes back to the beginning where like well republicans want to get rid of that and make the cap lower it also get rid of social security but like the left's like well we don't really want that and some other right doesn't want to get rid of social security either but it's always like well and some of the left does yeah so, like you're always going to have a mix match it's kind of like one of the it's kind of like abortion <laughs> where like yeah. it's not going to be touched until it is and then we don't have it <laughs> yeah or it goes the other way where uh, everyone pays their fair share into social security and then it lasts forever and we get more benefits and then Medicaid is for yeah. Medicare for it, all where it's at zero instead of like 65 or whatever. None of that really matters because AI is coming onto the scene oh, and yeah, like they're sure. just going to take over all the jobs. And when they take over all the jobs, then like there won't be as many people paying into Social Security yeah. because it's actually kind of a Ponzi scheme when you think about it. But what do I know about anything? I'm just over here like, uh, oh, so nobody's going to have a job for the next 40 years. Yeah. How, how are they going to pay for bills? <laughs> Everybody just buys a tent. Yeah. Meet us at Tent City. Tent City, USA. Right here in the heart of Cleveland. Right here next to the lake. You always wanted to live on the lake. Now you can. <laughs> yeah, it's a polluted lake, but we're working on things. Where We got coins. Well, we don't. They're not real coins. We got, like, we got dead rats on a stick. 25 cents. 25 cents. You can't buy them better anywhere else. Actually, that sounds pretty great. Like, not having oh, a job and just living in a tent by a off. lake. <laughs> really, doesn't. I mean, it's a polluted lake. But, but, but I mean, enough Frank's Red Hot. Sponsored to you by Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> and sweet baby rays. That doesn't sound half bad. I don't know. I mean, you put enough sauce on anything that's palatable, right? That's <laughs> true. That's what I'm hoping about with my daughter's pizza party tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what corporate America hopes with every pizza party. i mean corporate america is going to shoot themselves in the foot eventually and this is just uh well how they're going to do it is there's not going to be anybody to buy i mean as soon as it's really that's as simple. soon as there's an ai that's running for president everything's going to hell I hope it happens <laughs> in the next four years i hope it does because like we really need to rethink the situation that got us here now i'm not saying that america is not a great country i'm really not like 
a lot of our podcasts, I feel like we're shitting on certain ideas, right? We're not really giving credit to great ideas, right? But also, we haven't really had a great idea in about 50 years. I was really surprised when the pandemic came came along and we're like, ah, we're going to shut everything down. And it's like, (laughs) that's a weird idea that doesn't seem like it'll work. And then it didn't. It kind of worked. I don't know. They kept saying they were going to stop the spread. Then after that, they switched it pretty much like within the first month to we're stopping the spread to we're going to slow the spread because they couldn't give up on the idea. And then it didn't really slow the spread because they realized that like everybody's still going to hang out with who they're going to hang out with. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, theoretically, if everyone did just quarantine themselves for two weeks, it would have been done. It would have been fine. Like, but people can't because you have, um, <laughs> there's just so many reasons why you have, uh, no, you have, uh, uh, those employees that are, uh, well, how would that, how do they put it? Essential yes, workers. Essential workers. But like the essential workers were also like McDonald's and Starbucks employees. <laughs> yeah. They weren't actually essential. Yeah. They were just the big corporations who could pay to stay essential. Yeah. So, like, it would have worked, honestly. Like, if everyone just stayed home and quarantined for two weeks, it would have been fine. And, Ron, while you were over there thinking about how you had to keep everybody safe, but you still needed to make money at the end of the day, and everybody can deal with what they have to deal with. Um, <laughs> I was an essential worker. I want, and do you know I what I made? I was an essential worker, too. I made bags for non-essential companies. <laughs> Oh my God. But they have allowed you to have enough social distance so you didn't have to talk to your stripper coworker. And we had, uh, well, what was, what was also funny was uh, people would come in with COVID and be like, oh, no, you're just sick. And then people got COVID at work. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I got COVID early on. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I still have like COVID brain where like my memory is just awful. Now, well, my memory was always awful, so I can't use that excuse. Yeah, and that's our show for this week. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about next week? I don't know. I mean, we said we were going to talk about shareholders this week, and we kind of bitched out because there was a more relevant thing going on, and then halfway through the week, nothing relevant was going on anymore. So, like, maybe this will just be a bonus episode. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. But I assume, do you want to talk about shareholders next week? We can talk or about do you want to talk about the stock market? Stock market is just not ethical. Okay. Well, I mean, the stock market we could go into. We could also go into shareholders and stock market. It's kind of like all yeah. we could even go into science and determine whether or not cloning is ethical. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed our game last week. Would you enjoy another game next week? No. See how we go. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the game. We'll just makes talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, it might. But I have no idea. Actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have no idea either. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, either way, I think yeah, the the we'll first part out. was pretty good. I think the actually the content where we talked about the game was fine. I think it makes a good yeah. episode. I just don't, I don't think, I think it's hard for people to visualize the dice rolling. And well, I think that, that if we game. understood the dice, 
Well, I think if we understood the dice rolling and the card <laughs> drawing better, yeah. that might help. True. Because, <laughs> like, if you rolled and then picked up the dice, and we're like, oh, okay, well, I'm drawing this. And by the end of it, we got there. Yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So tune in next week when we when we find out how we got here and what are we going to do to make things better. Yeah. For some subject. And I, I, well, yeah. And like. Who knows what subject. Don't worry. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus will take the like, wheel. There's plenty of. Oh, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> there's plenty of things that we have to improve upon as a country. So like. Like. Like everything. There's nothing that we can't not improve upon. If you, yeah. And if you've liked the content this far, trust me, like you'll like next week. Though I have no idea what next week is going to be about or what we're going to do. Anyhow, tune in next <laughs> week where we talk about something. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm Ryan. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs>